Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Episode 8, yeah? It is indeed episode 8. Episode um, 8. <laughs> Coming to you live from Grimsby and Manchester. What, what, we what? had a fantastic evening last night. We did, we did. We um, you came and joined kind of my lot, didn't you? On a on a Zoom quiz. Yeah. Hosted and by uh, the famous Joe Farah. Yeah, the Manchester gang. Um, and it was fun. It was fun. Although I managed to get a full eight hours sleep on my bathroom floor. Yeah, man, you look rough. Um, your your missus sent my missus a picture, and I like actually that that Charlotte um give you a little blanket, a little pillow, and stuff. Because my she made me a little bed blesser. But what I did do <laughs> is because we was we was on the Zoom, and uh, I did the old oh, I'm just popping to the toilet trick, and then never came back down. And Charlotte was still um, sat downstairs for an hour on Zoom with you guys. And then she closed it all down, come upstairs. And as she was walking up the stairs, I sort of barged past her with my hand over my mouth because I, I was going to be sick. And the next thing, it all just went... <laughs> so I've been scrubbing walls today. <laughs> scrubbing walls. And I, I'm... I'm never... huh? Go on, you've been scrubbing walls. What did you say? Yeah, I'm never sick. Never sick. And I didn't really drink that much. I don't know. You were having house. I can't mentioned. even say that I got spiked either because it was only me and my wife. So... <laughs> Got a clue what was going on, but um, all in all, fantastic evening. Thank you very much for in, for for having us and yeah, Joe Farrah for hosting the quiz. How's your week been, T? We, we had we had Danny last week and and, and that. And we've, yeah. we've taken to recording these the night before now, so we can kind of stay a bit in the loop with the audience, which is nice. So yeah, yeah, my week well, my week's been good. I've been um, playing a lot of golf. Um, a lot of the other two things that I've just mentioned off the podcast, which I won't repeat. Um, uh, and yeah, just sort of, it's just been, it's been good weather and it's, it's been good. What about you? Yeah, it's been a nice week, man. We, my, uh, my youngest turned one. So we had a little, uh, little birthday, um, birthday which is weird because obviously it's, um, you know, first birthday, obviously you want to, pull out all the stops normally and, you know... Yeah, like with the spoons and all that. <laughs> pub crawl. Um, obviously... The run. <laughs> but this year was a bit different. Um, so, yeah, we, we had we had a little Zoom party with, with, with grandparents and a couple of friends and and things like that, really. It was, it was nice. You know, luckily enough, she's kind of young enough not to want a big, lavish birthday party yet. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, no, really nice. And then we had the last couple of days, we've been having a bit of a, a little bit of a festival kind of vibe. Mostly yesterday, there was like yeah. an online festival for kids, so we watched that and did the, did the living room up as a little festival, with a little TP in the corner and stuff. So it was nice. Oh, nice, mate. Nice, nice, nice. Well, um, well, this week we've got a cracking guest again, haven't we? We have indeed, man. Um, again, uh, I think we said at the end of last week's episode, someone that we've wanted on the podcast for a long time was mm. supposed to be uh, our first live guest uh, last summer, um, but that gig got cancelled. Um, but yeah, we, you know, he's a busy man. He's, you know, like Daniel last week, I guess he's he's one of them matters that just uh, just pops up in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he pops up in. Um... And I think we touched base on it in uh, in the chat that uh, so Tom was actually in the virtues with Shane Meadows. He was he a was. barman, which was great. It was great to see him have a more of a serious role. Um, yeah. I, well, I know I know he writes and directs a lot of his own stuff anyway. Um, but yeah, he was great in that. And uh, yeah, it was really funny seeing Tom Davis stood next to Stephen Graham because the height difference is just. I mean, I mean, how how tall is Tom? Is he six nine? Oh, tall in it. He's tall in it. He's tall. He's tall in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> big man. He's a big, 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 big man. Big man. Uh, as well. What a bloke, man. What a bloke. Like, um, we touched on it in in the chat as well. Like, we first met kind of at a random Channel Four party. I think this is England '86 had just come out, and the Morgana show mm-hmm. what he was doing, um, and and just we've all just kind of hit off with him from there, haven't we? Really, I, I kind of keeping contact with him a fair bit and yeah. I know you do and he's quite pally with Vicky isn't he in that nowadays and Steve yeah I think he's I think he's really really good friends <laughs> with Vicky um I say yeah I met him the same time as you um but yeah I've, I've always admired his work and his work ethic um I know he's worked ridiculously hard um mm. and where he came from as well like I, th- I think his story is great it's very similar to ours um yeah I think he's he's very very talented and He's, he, he, you know, he's, he's working hard to, to to achieve the great things that he's got in life, and um, he's a true, is a true sort of example of you're never too old to chase yeah. what you want to do because yeah, you know, how, how old Tommy must be? He must be forty nearly. I reckon um, so. I'm nearly thirty, so I reckon he's, 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 he must be nearly forty at least. I reckon forty. Forty. 40. Uh, and, you know, and he, he was late to the business, but he's he's, he's true example to you know as if to say just follow your dreams no matter what age you are really oh it's very busy of you got a lot of time for him i know i know yeah um and his subject was fads and mm. we talked a little bit as well on like party tricks which party trick. i really enjoyed what's your party trick we did talk, we did talk about this in the episode did we yeah i can't remember what what i said i don't think i like i can do this weird spit thing that you've seen. But yeah, Charlotte can do that. Well, uh, if I put pressure under my tongue. I'm can... going to show you my party trick right now. Please. Yeah, oh, Tom, I was going to show us his party trick. I've got a feeling this is... All right. Football. Wait. This is my party trick. I don't know why I can do it. But you can. But I can. And I never... I, I just picked up a ball one day and I was like, oh, I'm good at that. Nice. I've got a football in the house. I felt like I was watching the last dance then. Well, there you go. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so uh, party tricks um, is one of them. And then fads. 
uh, we talk a little bit about um, uh, around the time you just sort of discovered TikTok. And now I've I, I seen a little video today. You've just, you've just surpassed a million views, have you, on, on a video? One video. Yeah, I'm very, very close to getting a million views. So, I mean, things are going to fucking change around here. Um, I demand respect. Demand respect. Demand respect. And I'm going to start smoking cigars. <laughs> um, so, yeah, guys, um, we're going we're gonna to roll the, the uh, chat with uh, Tom in a sec. Um, but what we want you to do is get back involved. You used to be really vocal uh, on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, etc. Show us your party tricks. Um, just wind Tom up, if anything else. Um, let us know what daft fads you hate or love or, or whatever. Um, and, yeah, just, just get chatting, really, I guess. And we'll see you after the chat with Tom. Uh, we might let you know who next week's guest is. We'll be kind, won't we, T? We'll let them know. I don't even know who it is yet, so, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Lockdown. Yeah. Right. yeah so we're, we're, we've just been chatting just before we started recording. Um, as you guys know um, from the, the intros and, and looking on, we've got a brilliant friend of ours who we've known for a long time, Tom, and we're both huge fans. Oh, yeah. I am massive fans of you boys. It's it's a weird one. I was I was saying before we came on, like I the first time, so I came into this industry just after after the film. I guess it was the first year you boys had done the TV show. Yeah, because we met at the Channel Four party. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we and went I, to the hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. We went to, to that club, didn't we? Yeah, oh, we went to that yeah. bad club, and then it was like. I'd never, I was still scaffolding at the time. So oh, really? I was, 
yeah, I was never, I'd done no TV and I knew obviously, you know, this is England. So, and I remember going to that party and like thinking, man, what the fuck am I doing here? And then I started <laughs> talking to soccer in the toilet and then met all you boys and Chanel and everyone and, and you know, all of you now have become, because it was already, your, the, all of your careers, I look at and think, you're sort of like kindred spirits. You all come from a similar background to me. There's not a lot of working, really working class people, like what I sort of deem really working class mm. in, in this industry, you know? So it's sort of, yeah, it's great to sort of, great to chat to you boys. It's well, what like, you've just said there about, um, I, I mean, I still feel like that now when it, in, in some situations that I find myself in, um, when you've just said, what the fuck am I doing here? But I guess that's, that's the working class in us, isn't it? And that's like, that's being grateful and just yeah. being like, just realising how lucky we are to be in the situations that we are in. And that, that, that Channel 4 night um, that we first met, I was, I was there and I was thinking, stood talking to Jimmy Carr and, yeah. you know, and the faith and, and, you know, all of these amazing people. And you do think, fucking hell, how have I managed to get myself here? But I guess... The other person I spoke to apart from you lot was Jon Snow. From oh, the news. Oh, oh, I thought you, I thought you meant John Snow was in Kit Harrington. Like, oh, he was still just Kit Harrington then. He wasn't even John Snow. <laughs> I, I remember. And then down here was Targaryen walked in. Oh, I remember that dragon in the smoking shelter. I remember at one point speaking to um, Darren Brown and Jimmy Carr, two of my absolute like heroes, and uh, Jimmy Carr just turned around to Darren Brown and went, "Tell him then, tell him." So I was like, "What?" He went. He's, he's got you thinking you're in a TV show. Tell him, Darren, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good night. I've, been, we, I've not been invited back. I haven't. Then. We're not allowed. No. <laughs> also, like, that was, because it's a weird thing, because the sort of, that felt like the pomp of, like, TV industry. Like, I remember when we were doing, uh, also, right, to you, I ended up going, like, I remember that thing ended up at two, and then you guys were, like, right, let's go on. I remember going down the street with you boys and I think Chanel, I, Chanel was giving Chanel a piggyback. It was smashed. And the next day I had to shoot all the promos for the Morgana show. Oh, no. And I, was, I didn't even sleep. I left from the hotel and went to this massive studio to shoot these promos. And, spent the, and all I had to do the whole day was, was doing this redneck character and I had to eat these ribs. And you know, like oh. when you go, and I'd never act, so I was not an, I'm not a trained actor. I've never trained. I was like, I've done stand-up. So they're like, um, this guy's like, all oh, right, yeah. Um, so yeah, what's your character? What are you going to do? And I was like, I'll just, just eat these ribs. And he's like, you sure about that? And I was like, yeah, fucking cool. That's cool. I <laughs> head, I didn't think like it's an advert. I'm going to be doing it fucking time. And t- Honestly, seven hours of eating these sticky ribs. Oh, oh that's fucking a rib dry. That's schoolboy error, oh, that, mate. Early when days. People say, do you, uh, when people say, do you want to eat in this scene? Because I did exactly that when we shot Summerstown with Shea Meadows. We were shooting in uh, in a cafe, and I said to Shane, I went, "Well, oh, I want to eat a bacon sandwich because we was in this cafe, and I was hungry at the time." I was like, "Well, I want to eat a bacon sandwich in this scene." He was like, Are you "Sure," and I went, "Yeah, yeah I want to eat a bacon sandwich." Take twenty eight. I'm eating this dry sandwich. <laughs> Bless the art department and the props department. They try and keep it as fresh as they can, but if they've got to try and keep a fucking bacon sandwich fresh for eight hours, it's like, and then by the end of it, it's like. <sighs> But yeah, it's a schoolboy era that. But like, you learn shit like that the longer you're in the industry. Oh, now, the now if there's a meal, if there's a meal, I, yeah. I just sort of go, woo, no, no, yeah, one pee at a time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the absolute guy, right, is watch Tony Soprano. Go back and watch Sopranos, and he plays with his food. 
showed him, does he ever put it in his mouth? He's always got a plate of pasta and he's just stirring it around or he's got something and he might just throw a little bit in his mouth. But like he's, that was my thing where I'm like, never fucking again. I'm, yeah, I'm just, no. You, know. you learned the hard way off the back of a session. <laughs> I think it was that and fucking a session with you lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a it was a big night. That it was a big night. But um, night. but then, then you, I mean, like your body of works, mint. Like you've got so much like murder and successful. I'm a huge fan of. Um, oh, thank you, man. Because not then we've always gone to such and such from, and like on this one, it's like Tom Davis from. Everything, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, the big guy in everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mad, and soccer aid, mate. Like, I know. that's that's a bit. I've been trying for years. I, I reckon I tag him in, in a video on Instagram every other week. When I'm ready, <laughs> I'm ready whenever you want it. I'm there waiting, but no, that's what what was what, what's that like? Is it obviously I'm, it's I'm, been put back now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's been put. Hopefully, it's this year. I hope, really hope it is because I think it, it, it's sort of the sort of thing that hopefully you know people. We'll need so late later this year, but yeah, it's a mad. I the the thing is, I sort of played a bit. I used to play Sunday league, but always hungover, and I was always about the boys having a beer after. I mean, my whole life was sort of football. A bit like Jamie Vardy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's amazing. He's such a. Geezer. I love Vardy. He's incredible. Yeah. You are you. There's a tip that you might play him in a film, right? That's the one that people say. No, no, no. It's Pickford. 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 Jordan Pickford. Pickford. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Pickford or Gary Monk, one of the two. Or, or, it, or it might be Lewis Capaldi nowadays. Honestly, yeah. I, there's so many people that I get tagged in on Instagram and stuff saying, oh, he looks like him. Just anyone who's not very good looking, I get tagged in. But it's a weird, like, oh, mate, I, I, the, I don't even get that. I don't even get famous people. I get like, yeah, usually someone called Douglas or something. Like, there's a fat, just a fat guy with glasses and a beard. And someone you goes, ever, you will look like this bloke in Sainsbury's. Have you ever been tagged in one that you've actually been blown back by and gone, whoa, yeah, that actually does look like I'll me. tell you, and I'll send it to you both, right? Uh, there's, there's an old Pizza Hut box, and on that Pizza Hut box is a geezer who's got his mouth open, he's got a bit of pizza, and he looks a spit of me. Really? And loads of people were like, fucking hell, like, you smashed it, you got that fucking big, big Pizza Hut money. Like, and I'm like, that's not even me. That's a guy who just, that's not a fat dude eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that, but that one looks a spit. Even I had to think, fucking hell, have I been in Pizza Hut and someone's taken a snap of me? And that's, <laughs> you know what I, mean? he, I have never seen anyone enjoy pizza this much. He's got globally on all of our boxes. I love it. What about you, Andy? Has anyone ever said that you look like anyone? Yeah, I think same, same as what Tom just said then, because again, I'm a big guy, glasses, a beard, normally have a hat on. Like it's a look in it. I think it's yeah. a long time. I think we do it well. But yeah, I've had a few people. Um, there's a lad who uh, follows me on Twitter and he looks a lot like me he's been to a few like the football matches we've played in the past Tom and he, he, he looks a bit like me really it's strange yeah me, yeah me and you Eddie have that thing that we look like everyone's like oh yeah yeah like, he looks a bit like my cousins mate <laughs> like, you've got like eight or nine celebrity lookalikes uh, Turgis yeah, me and Eddie yeah. are like but I mean they oh, look fat like, like Howdy. <laughs> yeah but you're but Everyone you're talking about is legendary, you know, yeah. Pickford. But to be fair, there, there was, I, I, I went to a gig in Manchester, a Louis Capaldi gig, and we went for a drink after. Um, and there was a photo taken of me and Lewis. And it's actually, it's the face that we're pulling, it, we genuinely look like we could be brothers. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's weird. But I don't think like now, I don't think I look like him, but 
I think if you catch me at the at the arse end of a three-day bender, maybe I'll look a bit like you. <laughs> oh, he's, he's going to take that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bothered. He doesn't scare me. He I like the idea me. that Capaldi would turn around and go, what, if I gave up drinking, I'd look like Thomas Sturgis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he can have all my film roles. He can have it. And I'll be Capaldi for a week. Fuck it, yeah, no, uh, I'd love to be him. No, one of my... We were just talking about this just before we... Um, before we, we started recording one of my favorite like just I, it was a it was a very small bit but probably my favorite one well, my favorite bit in the whole of the virtues on channel four was the bit with you and steven like what was that like doing that because obviously yeah, we know what it's like working with steve well both like so steve i've noticed i've known you guys and like mm. uh is i th- i think you know is like as a as an actor and as a man really but I think he's just an incredible human being and the, it's a few people that I think for us, him, Vicky, Martin Compton, Danny Mays, these guys I think have led that sort of path that we're kind of walking down a bit now mm. as working class. And you guys really, from This Is England, I thought that whole cast. But but then Shane, because for me it was a mad one. So Shane contacted me like through, oh, I think it was Vicky. I think Vicky had like linked me with Shane because Shane was a massive murder and successful fan. And like, you know, every, every bit of Shane's work is like, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with so I sort of went out and knocked him for dinner with him and we chatted and, and whatever and then he just got in touch about doing that and it was the most crazy thing I, I had no idea what working with Shane would be like and then we went to this pub in Sheffield and there was no essays it was just real people it was like nine o'clock at night him and uh, Johnny uh, uh, the um, producer like and I was like, are these essays? Are these extras? And they're like, no, this is just fucking real people. It's just and yeah. fucking leathered, right? And then he's like, we just told people that you're a new guy working in the past. So I was like, this feels like fucking improvised, like next level. Yeah. Like I'm dyslexic, so any improvisation is my fucking thing. And anyway, then, and then the scene basically as it played out, we were there for like three or four hours, just shoot, shot it different ways and whatever. But the more Steve came in and he was like acting fucked and whatever, and people, they loved him because he was buying everyone drinks, right? And then I'm the guy going, no, come on, mate, fuck off. And <laughs> everyone's all these fucking shuffle. go, fuck off, mate. It's fucking, you. you've only been here for a fucking minute, you fat cunt. <laughs> 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 and one guy, I started having a bit of an argument with this fella. And uh, Steve's like, you know, and Steve comes over and he was like, sort of half backing me because it started getting a little bit heated. And then uh, sort of... Who's stupid on. enough to pick a fight with you? Fuck, this oh, guy was... When he, like, so I turned around to Steve, like, this guy's fucking what a lunatic. And I turned around to the lady who ran the pub, I went, yeah, guy there is just fucking... Add it into me. And she went, oh, yeah, yeah, he's a fucking bit of a loon. About eight years ago, he stabbed his, girl, uh, his sister's boyfriend. Um, he's just got out of Nick. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? After that, I'm going up, go, do you want another beer, pal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even on Facebook. But it was the most uh, surreal, like, yeah, it was an incredible thing to, to be a part. And I've, I've not done any drama either. You know, it's not like, it's not been in my remit. It's not something that, like, I'd like to do it, but you sort of get put into a thing, so... Yeah. Yeah. But she, yeah, yeah. No. It was. Um. It was. It was a treat to watch how Stephen gradually went on oh, to man. to him walking in the pub. I mean, it was just like. But, I, but it was shot amazingly. But like like you said before, we know because when we shot the wedding scene for This Is England '90, Shane put money behind the bar for the whole thing, and he yeah. said, "Celebrate Woody and Lowell's wedding." He's been coming for a long time, and he said to you, whoever you as actors or as Tomo and Andy. 
go out and make soccer. And you know, and Andy Andrew Shim, he put money behind the bar for us and just said, celebrate this series, celebrate everything yeah. we've all done. And we all got tanked up. And then Shane and Mark got into an old um, old costumes, didn't they? Can you remember Andy? And they come in and we was all dancing around and the, the, the cameramen was just shooting around us. And then Shane and Mark come in in old costumes and got involved with us. We was all having a dance and it, it was brilliant. I just think Shane's way of shooting is just he's, incredible. He's just like, you know, yeah, he's, he's sort of one of a kind really. He's, he's I'd, I'd, I'd sort of bite someone's hand off to work, work with him again. He, and mm. just as a bloke as well, you know, he, he's, you know, there's, I think, you know, he, Sort of, you know, for me, I was like, you know, when I when I heard of the virtues and, and when he said about it, I was like, it's a hell of a thing just to put sort of a comedian in something like that and have the the vestment yeah. that I, I wasn't going to just fuck about and you know, and and he was, you know, he sort of trusted. He, he was just like, let go of your instincts on it. He, he's like genuinely, and and I look at the the stuff he's made. I mean, this is England for me is as best good a TV as this country's like ever made as as far as we as far as you can take television or film back, it's you boys. Oh, and, thanks, mate. You know, it, I don't think there's anything. I think it's genuinely the best. The, that those series were just, what, what's incredible about it is, you know, when you watch it, it's the, you know, the drama side of it and, and the, you're so vested in the characters, but also the, the humour of growing up in an area where you haven't got anything. I don't think we've done that in comedy enough. I don't think that, that the, the friends you have and the, that loyalty you have between each other I don't think we. I don't think it's ever. That's that's what I think. It didn't matter if you're from Manchester, Nottingham, London, Portsmouth. It, you watched it, and it was like, yeah, I grew up in this sort of world. And whether it was the eighties or, or the nineties, whatever, it it just felt so real. Mm. And I think that's that's yeah. I, I think as you know, I, so I remember when, when the first the first was it. I think it was that was it eighty six. The first one. The first series was yeah, eighty six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember just thinking, wow, like, fucking hell. Like, it was one of the few things where you watch and you go, well, the rest of us could just give up. <laughs> 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 no, don't you give up, mate. Who else are we going to laugh at trying to ice skate? <laughs> <laughs> so if the Corkham in Shane Meadows is making a series about a giant ice skater, I mean, we're have you seen that, Andy, um, Tom, trying to ice skate? Oh, man. Oh, no, what's this? Was it, was it on a League of Their Own? League, League of Their Own road trip, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. In yeah. Germany. Bits of that. that was class, man. That Do was you... a fun job. Oh, it's mad. Do you know the best bit? And they cut it out, and I'm so annoyed. Um, so I do that thing, and then I cheated to win the challenge, and then the guy caught me cheating, this German guy. And, uh, and it's all real. Like, you know, the whole thing is, you know, yeah. it's all just as it happens. And he comes in, and we're in this room in front of everyone, and he was like... Um, and deducting some points from Tom and Freddie because Tom cheated. You've brought shame on uh, Freddie Flintoff. You've brought shame on Liga Deron, and you've brought shame on Nuremberg. And I went, hold up for a fucking second. <laughs> fucking Nuremberg. Didn't hit the start of the rallies here. I mean, fucking, I could have had a wank in the middle of the ice rink. I couldn't have brought fucking shame on Nuremberg. Nuremberg's <laughs> cloaked in fucking shame. True. I got that. <laughs> yeah. oh, what, but what it must be, that's like a dream job, that, isn't it? Yeah, man. I, like, you know, that is... Yeah, I, I'm like... You know, you say about it earlier, boy, I'm so fortunate. You know, I was, I was fucking, like, scaffolding. I, I, like, and I've been doing that all my life, really. I've done a couple of little jobs here and there, like other little things. But, like, so, so every day that I do this, I feel so blessed. I feel so, like... So and I, and I I take it for what it is. I take like this is.
Oh, we've lost him. Into the street. Oh, we've and got you back now. Uh, so we, yeah. we lost you a little bit oh, there. Sorry. sorry, mate. So no, no, I'm, it's humbling and I'm blessed. And so the route and the route I've come in is so unusual to do this and to be doing, do, being a part of it. So those moments, like you know, virtues or um, uh, or doing League of Their Own. I was watching League of Their Own when I was still on building sites. So it's incredible to now be a part of something like that. And yeah. That was, yeah, I think like whenever I did a I did a thing with Vicky that I you know Vicky and Steve both did a thing called Action Team that I wrote a couple of years ago and, and uh, you know to to be doing stuff with them and they're both you know dear friends of mine it's, you know they're yeah you've got I think that's the big thing of this industry it could be hard at times because you might not get a job you might lose out on an audition or da 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 but to, to be doing this and, and to be doing it day in day out and actually that what is your job and you're like you know to act to make people yeah. It's bizarre when you get paid for what we do, isn't it? It really yeah. baffles me sometimes. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, yeah, it, you, especially that League of Their Own, because essentially it's like being on a stag do for like a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I bet it is, because it's such like a, it's such like a laddie show as well, yeah. isn't it? And, and all the boys that are hosting it, like, I've, I've, I've not, I've not met any, like, um, Flintoff or anyone like that, but they sit and redknapp, but they seem like, yeah, just proper is. down to earth guys, like, such nice blokes, you know, such down to earth good fellas, you know. They, they, sportsmen, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I, I, mm. I think that's, I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, you, I remember when, you know, this is England kicked off and, you, you know, fucking hell, you're like, and you're like, you meet these people, sports people, like musicians, and you do get like a little giddy. You're like, fucking hell, mm. you know, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> but that's like, that's It's still not, like you say. Things like a league of their own, like you were watching when you're on building sites, and, that. Yeah. and I'm the same now. Like sometimes you'll you'll see someone and you're like, "Fucking hell, that's the, like you know, I grew up watching." Yeah, that. yeah. yeah. Feeling. I was thinking, I was thinking, someone. If I ever did Coronation Street, <laughs> I, I I reckon I'd lose my shit. <laughs> like, yeah, you bit, don't you? Because they're in your house every night, isn't it? Like, you yeah. Know, cause, like, I I grew up watching, and and to be honest, the only time that I've ever really been stuck for words and not really knowing what to say was when I met Bruce Jones who played Les Battersby for all oh yes I met him in Manchester Piccadilly and uh, he was at the bar and I called him Les which straight <laughs> off he was just like thought I was a knob I must have been 15 I must have been but I remember like not knowing what to say I was like are you, are you still got the cab company you still, are you still working at the cat I, <laughs> I just I didn't know it, re- it really freaked me out so I think if I went and did Coronation Street now I'd be like do you know what I mean? Talk, talking to fucking gay old Platt. I, I think it's... Lose I, your I, shit. I wouldn't know what I was doing. There's this great story that someone told me. I don't know how true it is. I hope it's true. Uh, but out in Croydon one night. Do you remember Beppe DeMarco from EastEnders? Yeah. Beppe, um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, apparently he was out in Croydon. He used to go out with a, a glamour model called Lindsay Dawn McKenzie. I think. And, and basically, he was out in Croydon for a night and some geezer <laughs> just walked up and just knocked, <laughs> cracked him, like, give him a dig. And uh, Beth and Marco fell back, and the fellow was like a proper face around where I grew up. And he turned around, he went, Grant Mitchell should have done that ages ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, right, that the geezer was a fucking naughty character, right? He's a bit of a geezer, but he watched EastEnders so much that, <laughs> that he took such umbrage and was like, if I have a f- fucking, he's been rumping Tiffany behind Grant's back. <laughs> if, I ever, if I ever see him, I'm gonna fucking slap him. <laughs> That's fucking men. But it is like because you spend so much time. They, they spend so much time in your in your in your front room. They're in it like four or five times a week or whatever. It's yeah. like it, it, it's bizarre. It's it's so bizarre. Like how how 
Yeah, I think I think I would lose my shit if I ever did that. Yeah. If I ever did like Coro as much. But I guess it's like Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd lose my shit. But um <clears throat> so we obviously you've listened you've listened to yeah, the podcast yeah, yeah. before, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Um so you know that we, we get a guest on. Um they they come on with a, an overrated subject. Yeah. Um and when you sent me yours, I thought it was brilliant. Oh, thank so you. you got you got two, didn't you? Do you want to, well, do you want to start? Yeah, it's two that lead into one, really. So first, it's like what I meant by like. So it's fads. It's like fad things, right? So um, like fucking flossing, right? Yeah. Like it's <laughs> the thing that. So I was doing it. You know, you like do shows, and someone says to you, "Can you floss?" Like as a part of the show, at the end of the show, everyone's going to floss. I'm like an entertainment show, and I'm like a forty year old man. With no <laughs> Can you floss though? No, because I'm a 40 year old man with no kids, Tomo. Like, if I could floss, <laughs> I'm a 30 year old man with kids and I can do it. <laughs> yeah, of course. You, but you are right. So, this is right. When I sent that to you, I was like, I'm going to go in hard on TikTok. And then I see you fucking put a TikTok up last night. I'm yeah, like, baby. I was like, Tomo's the fucking king of the fad. I was like, they got any money. What was the woman people just lied flat? Do you like one? The lie flat one. They were just, you just, people would just be lying there. It's not like a plank it. Was it a plank or not like a plank? So it, oh, yeah, but, no, it was the plank years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Where, like you, lay, where you plank like that? No, 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 no. People would just lay dead straight. Yeah, and I, think, it was, I think it was called like the plank challenge or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. that's it. Like those, like the ice bucket challenge and yeah. shit like that and fads and, and like no one really, everyone's like, but the, I don't know, flossing just fucking... <laughs> it, it just annoyed me. It was like, I'll tell you what, I was doing, like I started trying to get fit and shit. And I started just uh, watching one of those apps. Like Chris Hemsworth's got an incredible app. Yeah. So I've been watching that. And the personal trainer on it is like this fucking hardcore Mexican MMA fighter, right? And he's doing, taking you through all the different, you know, doing ground and pound or whatever. And then during one of the breaks, he was like, why don't you do this? And starts flossing. I turn the app off. I'm like, you're fucking prick. <laughs> You've undermined everything that I'm fucking into. What? Like, I get it. Like, if, if I don't know. I, I just find those things... So that then led me, leads me on to, like, where people... And I think it's, like, one of those things when you, when you come, like, into entertainment and comedy and you do, like, eight out of ten cats or you'll do some show and someone will say to you, have you got any party tricks? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I, I am a party trick. <laughs> <laughs> My party trick when I'm out with you, Tom, on the few times that we have been out, is if, if I... Like, you know, like, when you're out with your mates and you go to the bar and you're like, fuck, where is everyone? <laughs> you literally go... Oh, that's dumb, right, Sam? <laughs> you know what? Right, this is uh, years ago. I was at a fucking festival, and I'm just standing there, like. Oh, I'd hate to be stood behind you at a festival. Wait, yeah, that's a killer. That in the cinema or the theatre, people go fucking crazy. So I'm standing yeah. there chatting to some pals. And this geezer comes up, and uh, he's like, um, "Are you going to be here for a while?" And I'm like, "What?" And he went, "Are you going to be here for a while?" And I was, I'm like, "Yeah, no, no, no." So probably it's going to be sort of like a couple of people I wanted to see going to be here. He said, oh, cool, it's going to meet some people by you. Right? And I was like, meet some people by me. Like, so you was a yeah. human flagpole? Yeah, uh, literally. <laughs> so then about an hour and a half later, I'm still, I didn't even think anything of it. A group of fucking mixed couples, all quite fucking middle class, come up and they were like, um, uh, are you with Daniel? Daniel said to meet by you. I was like, who the fuck's Daniel? I said, oh, he texted us to say he was to meet by the big man in the dance tent. Jeez. I was like, no, I fucking, I, honestly, I don't know where, I don't know who Daniel is or where he is. And they were like, oh, this is ridiculous. Because he said to meet by you. And I'm like, 
I'm so right, like Daniel's a fucking prick, like yeah. You know, <laughs> and literally, they walk off, and another group of people come over, and they're like, um, uh, "Are you where everyone's meeting Daniel?" And I'm like, "Who the Who's fuck Daniel? is this? The prick in the first one texting fucking people." So that thing of, so I'm like, I am a fucking party trick. I'm six foot seven. I rock up. So when people say about party tricks and, you know, like, can you turn your eyeballs inside out? I'm like, that for me is like, they're the people. If I see someone who has those party trick things within a party, I'm yeah. fucking swerving them. Yeah. Because they've got nothing interesting to fucking say. <laughs> like, have you got a party trick? No, I'm just a fucking, I'm a roundy human being with personality. <laughs> It's just like a really low shit form of like, it's like when people, yeah. like now, if, if you do any of them kind of internet based things or something, they normally do the like, oh, we're going to do Would You Rather. <laughs> Would you rather? Like, I know. That's not entertaining. And it's not, because it's not when someone turns to me and goes, have you got any funny stories when you're drunk? And I'm like, other people have got funny stories about when I was drunk. But if yeah, I but I was so drunk that I can't fucking remember yeah. them. I'm like, that literally was my skill, was I'd turn up and I'd get battered and I'd, I'd have a laugh. I was like, I'd never ever go up and purposely go, oh, I'm going to drink a pint like this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> crack your neck in your bicep. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You tried doing that the other week as yeah, a like, little fad thing on TikTok, so. Really? Well, I guess, like, just going back to the fad things, like, I, I'm quite, I don't know whether it's an age thing, because I, like, with Andy, you've got, you've got kids. So yeah. you, I spend, I spend quite a lot of time on social media. So if I see something that like, so I, I can't remember who it was first. I think it was Ollie Murs. I saw him trying to crack an egg in his bicep. Yeah, I, thought, yeah. I don't know. I, I just thought I, I could fucking do that. I, I could easily do that. It's only an egg. And then I do it. And then I, and then I just, yeah. I Is it what, like a raw like, egg? Just, yeah, just an egg. Yeah. Just an egg. An egg, yeah. And try and crack it around. But apparently Tomo did it. Do you think you could do it, Tom? I'm not doing it on the basis that this feels like the fucking most... Like, when you do I, it, Tom, tag three other people. <laughs> also, like, I was 15 on a fucking building site where people would go, oh, see how long you can hold some fucking sand above your head? And someone come over with a standing plate. Fucking do ya. <laughs> so me getting with an egg going, oh, yeah, this is impossible. <laughs> no, it really is, mate. You can't do it. Genuinely. I'll tell you what, yeah. For you, all right, Turgus, because I love you. I will try it and I'll put it on Instagram for you. All right. Uh, that is, and that is against my culture. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but you won't be able to do it. You really? Will, you will not be able to do it, See, yeah. Right, so in a way, right, so what you're, like, so that in a sense, right, I look at that and I think, actually, that, that is a, like a challenge, right, in a sense. Yeah. I guess the, the ones that, like TikToks, if someone's thought about something, like you, like you put one up, and genuinely, I, I like you come up on my Instagram feed. I think this morning, Tom, and like you, you did a thing with a sheet, and then you disappeared. Oh, the blanket thing. Yeah. yeah, but I was like, that's quite clever. Like that, that, that felt different enough, right? I don't know if other people have done it. You're the first person I've seen do it. It's when people do the same fucking dance or the yeah. same thing. Like, there's so many people now, and it's like, I mean, do you know, like, who almost like the? I think the, the worst thing about like. Like, coronavirus is shit, but if you watch Nicole Scherzinger's fucking Instagram with that dickhead she's going out with, <laughs> my word, you're like, I'm we not, need I'm to I'm not seeing it. Am I in for Oh, it? man. They're doing, like, dances together, duets together. Wow. Really? And this is annoying. This, I used to, res- I mean, this is a lot about me. I kind of respected Nicole Scherzinger as a human being. I was like, 
yeah, you know, she's pretty cool. She's pretty fucking happening. She's like, I tried to get a murder successful like for the last two years. I was like, she seems like a good, like she'd be a good laugh. I watched those videos. I was like, you misguided prick. <laughs> you know nothing about humanity. Oh, look, I've been trying to get Charlotte involved with TikToks and she's not having none of it. She won't get involved. I think, is, is TikTok just a thing while you're in isolation bored though? Or like, cause a TikTok for me, like my 10 year old little cousin, she has it. And I think, right, that's what TikTok is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, girls doing all this and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's fine. That's their thing. Let them do it. But now like, all my mates have got it and stuff, and I'm like, yeah. what is it? I think, but I guess it's selective viewing. It's like, if you want to see, if you want to see teenage girls wearing hardly any clothes doing the dancing, then you can you can watch that. But no, what you can do is, you, no, no, you shouldn't what, be watching that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I meant 19, I meant 19, 19. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. I was like, I like the fact that you're advocating, like, yeah, if you want to be a bit nonsense, yeah. <laughs> you want to be nonsense, you can have TikTok. No, but you can read it. You can. You can put um, you can put an X next to them, so that sort of thing doesn't come up. So, like Tom's just been saying, the thing that I did with a with a blanket, or uh, there's another one with a cigarette that I make disappear. Or like I'm not, you know, people are people are very much following the fads by like doing yeah, all yeah. the dance moves. But like you said, it's all just the same thing. Yeah, it's 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 exactly the same thing. Whereas you can sort of selectively pick what you want to choose like you could like say the things that you love tom would be uh, comedy football yeah. um uh and whatever you want to do and then that, and then it would then but pick then, your duty for you but then you cross pollinating right so like i'm on tiktok so and like andy obviously you're not on tiktok right i i, so. I went on it once yeah but i don't know so and yeah and i've got no problem with the fact but then i'm like then you put tiktoks on instagram and twitter so it's coming up. So that's like if you sat down to watch The Irishman as a film and halfway through The Irishman, it became <laughs> in between us. You'd be like, what's going on? Like, I, mean, I didn't sign up for this. This comes out like that. It, it, it feels like. like I, that's I a great idea for a foot. Don't be writing that. Is that what you're writing in a minute? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, the Irishman, but it's like the in-betweeners. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. No, but it's like, I, I, I guess that is a fad, though. And everything that I'm doing, I, I'm seeing little challenges, like little football things or yeah, yeah, things with like, with like a golf club. Or I, I'm sort of picking up on these little things like, and I think, well, if everyone else is doing it, I'll do it. Do you know what so, I mean? So, but, but I, guess that, it's a fact. I don't have a problem with the challenges. I don't like, because that's, right. like, I suppose, in a sense, like the ice bucket challenge, which wasn't really a challenge mm. because, like. Well, people were doing it and not donating, weren't they? Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. People, people are just getting behind it and not, and forgetting what it was for. And also, we've all been out on a night where someone's going to fucking dash you with a fucking big yeah. old, like, whatever. So it's hardly a challenge. You're not going to walk away from the ice bucket challenge and go, do you know what I feel more around a human being? Because someone it's not like jumping out of an airplane, is it? Do you know what no, I mean? no, no. What I try yeah. and do is always like make them. If you do do stuff like that, is make them a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, like, like say, like people going, oh, with a bucket and stuff like that. I'll, yeah. like, I'll post my sisters on 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 the inst on the overrated Instagram, but she wanted to do on my sister, and I was like, well, we've got to do it. We've got to do it better than everyone else is. Yeah. So I um I stood on the roof and filled up a wheelie bin. Fuck. 
And maybe Jesus. The sound of the water leaving the wheelie bin is like... See, I have respect for that, right? And, and that's the thing, Tomo, like... So I can't wait to see your 5K run nomination, by the way, Andy. <laughs> Let's see you fucking yeah, up that one. <laughs> Ellis does 50K. <laughs> yeah. He nominated me yesterday to do, what is it, five... 5K five, run, run five, um, donate five, and nominate five. So you've got to run 5K, donate five pounds, and then nominate five people to do it. Which, again, I love the, the sentiment, but I just, I'm, I can't run 5K. Well, walk it then. And it, this is a whole argument that Tom doesn't need to be involved in. <laughs> what was you saying, Tom? Sorry, mate. No, so, no, but, but even that, right? I, I respect the five, the five, five, five thing. And actually, even with, like the football challenges and what Andy's talking about of making things better. So, like the golf thing. Like, I did that seven-touch challenge, right, this week for Soccer Aid. But I couldn't do, like, one kick-up. So, the, by the end of the day, I did seven, right? So, admittedly, they weren't the seven-touch challenge. So I was going to say, I was watching that thinking, how the fuck's he managed to get in there and I can't? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing round the world. I can do over. Do you know what I mean? I, mate, I think, I think that's the point. I'm there for the comic relief. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but by the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I can actually keep a ball up for seven touches. Mm, so I've learned something. I've furthered on as a, <laughs> you know. So in that sense, but but what I mean about TikTok and the floss is like, there's never going to be a time when you're going to a job interview and someone turns around and says, right, well, your CV is amazing. We think you're a perfect candidate for this job, but can you floss? I just think. Like, and also, they're outdated so quickly. Yeah. Like, you could spend so long learning the floss, right? And just as you get good at it, it becomes outdated. And, like, you literally will be, like... I mean, you would never go to a pub or a club and, and floss. And shoot oh. a hole. <laughs> you haven't. <laughs> no. I, mean, I probably have at some point. Yeah, I mean, maybe, at a, I don't know, at a 50th or... You know, but I mean... So what? what? The non- like like now, it's like you know, like what what's you look so both. You know, like the fucking the macarena or like Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Maca- like, do you reckon in the future, like they'll put on I don't know, Baby Shark or something, or or, or the, what what's on the floss? Well, Baby Shark was a fad as well, wasn't it? That- yeah, but Baby Shark, and actually, when you talk about the macarena, it's like there's different moves. Yeah, the floss is just like yeah, I yeah. Know, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's it's like. I don't look, man. No, all saying, I could look at, right, Andy, is how embarrassed Tomo looks without the no, fact. Just I'm just saying, it's not as easy as it looks, mate. That's all. No, I'm no, saying. no. But also, like, like you could do, you could like, even if you did the golf chat thing with the golf ball and kept it. Out. If I if I was out with you on the piss and you saw a golf club and did that keep it uppy thing, I would go. That guy's fucking cool. If you were in yeah. a fucking corner of a pub and you were <laughs> flossing, I would get my gang of mates together and go. Let's finish these points and kick the granny out of that cunt. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time, though, there was a time where the flossing, I remember I was at, um, I, I, it must have been a 30th or something like that. We went to uh, the Linden Club just round here with Charlotte and um, all of the kids are doing it. Yeah, all of the them, kids, they're yeah. all over the dance floor. Yeah. All of the kids, all of the kids are me 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> But there's so many of them, but then it's it's weird how it starts as a kid fad, doesn't it? But then the parents then get involved yeah. in it. And then it then goes onto social media and then the adults then get onto it. It's um it's and a I, funny thing, isn't it? It's like I suppose it's like clothes like clothing brands and things. It's what everyone's doing. If you if everyone's wearing yeah. a Stone Island jumper, then I'll go I, I mean I 
I remember what I saw soccer wearing a nice Stone Island coat and I went, oh, I'm going to get myself a Stone Island. It's like I've seen someone do the floss, so I think, oh, I'll give that a go. Yeah, but then I, I, I would be like inclined to say I'm, I'm like a, I'm a sheep when it comes to certain fashion things or I would like, go, I'd see someone in something. I'm like, I think for me, it's just like, and you summed it up there. Like when I saw the floss and I saw like, my nephew did the floss, right? He's five. I'd be like, well, bless him, you know? And like, I fucking love you. Like you're one of my favorite fucking act, you know? And I think Ellis can agree with me. If we were ever out and you did the floss, that I genuinely would just go, I can't have him in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm off. Like, yeah. We, I'm going to do it. But you know I know you will. No, of course you will do it now. But it's a weird thing of like those, I don't know. I just find, because like I've been out for you a couple of times, had beers, right? And you're a great person to it. Both of you, I've, I remember that early last week uh, we had. Um, Ellis years ago, but everyone was meant to come and it just turned out with me, me and Ellis. Um, <laughs> What's this? <laughs> me and Ellis. Loads of people meant to come. Everyone had been invited to this massive. Who was it? It was like someone had amazing range. Like some mad Adidas thing, wasn't it? And it yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure we were really drunk. It was when I lived yeah. down south. It was brilliant. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> night. Um, and I mean, my, my invite must have got lost in the post, but <laughs> it was a good night. <laughs> it was great. There was no flossing, um, but. But I like I like a I like a booze with people, a good conversation. I, I find if someone's got that sort of party trick they're trying to weasel into stuff. It's like if you go on a stag do and someone turns around and calls if someone turns around and goes like, Oh yeah, we're all gonna go to stag do and Alfie's coming and you're like, Oh sweet, yeah, yeah. And uh, Alfie's a nutter, you wanna see him when he's drunk. And I'm like, Alfie's a prick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere near him when he's drunk. <laughs> like you're basically already making excuses for the because usually you just go, oh, you're going to really like Alfie, right? Number one, you've got to say you're only going to like him when he's drunk, right? And you're already in your head going like, but yeah, you know, I can't be asked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and it's a sort of I guess it's I I'm all for getting shots in. I'm all for like boozing. I love I love a drink, right? I just, it's just, the, it's the added levels of people who have those, those weird parts. Like someone who can do a handstand in the middle yeah. of the park. Yeah, my mate Eve can do that and he's done it. Like we've been out in Blackpool at uh, two in the morning and he's walking across the dance floor on his hands. Yeah. I mean. But then, I mean, like I, I've said this on the podcast a few times, like your stag do was pretty much what Tom just described. <laughs> Yeah, was, I mean, there was a few incidents on your stag do, mate. Like where it was, I mean, they got to a point, um, Tom, where me and Soccer looked at each other and just went, "Should we go home? Should we?" Go home? <laughs> had to go and sit yeah. on the in Benidorm and just think about the choice we made. Yeah, it was. Um, it was mental. Soccer got back from my stag do and didn't have a, He didn't touch any booze for six months or something. Really? Yeah, it, it just ruined him. Man, last time I saw Soccer, we went out. And we were filming together in Bulgaria, and we went out for a night in Bulgaria, and it was it was one of the best nights I've ever had. But it was like Crazy. I was like, this is nuts. Like a year before, I was with Lauren Soccer in Bulgaria, and she kicked a for fight. In the- <laughs> That's not like Lauren. In a, I don't hip, you. in a hip-hop night in Bulgaria, which was basically like an NF rally. And it was just me and Soccer at the end of it, re- middle of it, going, this is fucking crazy. But, um, <laughs> That's uh, mental. So have you, have you got a party trick? No, but this is the thing. Like drinking, like I, could, I used to do a thing, right? So I used to do a thing where, do you remember Hooch and Bacardi Breezer? Mm, I love Hooch. First, yeah, yeah. First alcohol. And, and you Huge. do a thing. Huge. Did Keith Lemon do an advert for it recently? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he used to Hooch. hold it back like that and just down it. 
and you dance with it in your mouth. And that used to be a thing you'd be able to dance like with. Oh, we'll do it when we go out. As long as you don't floss. No, 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 no. So you just literally get like the th bottle in your mouth, turn it upside down, and then you dance ah. down the bottle and then just ah. try to do a three or four in a row. Because I can but, do my part. It's not the party trick. The straw pedo. Yeah, where you do it with a straw and then you tip it and you mm. do it for like two seconds or something. My yeah, party but, trick is um, getting to the end of the night and just saying, I'm off to the toilet. <laughs> and then just going home and then disappearing. It's disappearing. Yeah, but that's mine. That, see, that is a party trick I respect. Backdoor like boogie. Yeah, yeah. I like, well, I usually I'll stop at a little like fast food. Mate, the worst <laughs> one I had, right, when Uber first came out, uh, I'd never done it, like used Uber before. So it was like, get Uber on your phone. I was like, I was out, so I had some powers at like two in the morning. I'm like, I was going to get one of those Ubers. So I get an Uber and I'm smashed. And the driver is taking me around the longest route I've ever been on. I'm like, this guy's, so I get to the, like my house, I jump out of the Uber and I do a runner. I fall over the curb, I fucking like do my ankle, get in the house, I'm like fucking prick like that. And then I get a beep on my phone saying that I've already paid him. And he's just fucking... <laughs> Try doing a taxi run on an Uber. But I'd already fucking, I'd already paid him. I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, who, who do you support, Tom, football-wise? I was going to say you're a West Ham fan. Yeah, yeah, I love my West Ham. That's the thing as well. I think it's like, like with those party tricks and things, and those sort of things where someone has to have a shtick and a moment. It's like I think I was probably the people I used to drink with, and the people I'd respect were the people who'd be funny the whole night and drink. And like we're all like your stag do is probably was like my stag do is big characters. So I don't mind people getting leathered and being big characters and doing. But it's that person who has to then be the centre of attention doing something wacky. That's what it is, I think. And, and, and I'm like, and I'm like I, I don't have a problem with people getting smashed, walking around like a fucking nightclub on their hands. or like. But it's someone who, out of nowhere, will have something like, like oh, like, I can fit eight ping pong, ping pong balls in my mouth. And you're like, what the fuck have you got eight ping pong balls? Like, you thought about this, you fucking dickhead. You know I mean? Yeah, you should let them all punch him in and then just go like... <laughs> <laughs> but It'll like, be like some... a Thailand show. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who's premeditated that moment. I'm like, I, I like to go out and what happens... Like, if we went out and, like, your pal walked on his hands, I wouldn't go, like, because that could just happen when you're levered, right? Yeah. yeah. But if your pal turned around and was like, oh, I can, I can fucking blow up a balloon with my arsehole, I'd be like, oh, we haven't got any balloons. And he'd go, oh, yeah, I have actually got a balloon. And you yeah. fucking knew this was going to happen. You've like, <laughs> um, knowing that at one point in the night, you. Yeah, were, yeah, yeah. Guess what I can do, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, and you've, you've made the whole night about this one moment, and yeah. it's not going to happen. Like, but imagine but, having that one, that one thing. Like, I, at the premiere of Kingsman 2, I, we, was at, we was in the after party, and Dynamo was there. And yeah. uh, he came over and said hello. And then out of nowhere, he just whipped out this pack of cards. I guess he's that like, and then he did this at this trick with a sharpie on my hand. And I guess is that a, like a party trick or is yeah, that that's, like that's his so job? That is his, yeah, it's his job, but also and like. For but it's all like the, talking shop, isn't it? Yeah, but I love Dynamo. I've, yeah, I've he's quite. Shows this lovely guy, right? But mm. if you were to turn around to me and go, and it was you two or Dynamo, who do you want to go out on a night out with? Like for all the respect for him and what he does for a career, I would because. You wouldn't be getting on the shampoo. It's like magicians and people like that who, I guess I just, I respect that, that as a craft, but I'm like, that is what it is. It's like, yeah. and he does that and it is his job. But if he came on your stag do, 
and he was doing fucking car tricks <laughs> all night, you'd be like, I think it's time you went home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's that's like saying you coming on our stag do Tom and just trying to be the Joker. Or, yeah. I mean, yeah. Or, or us going on yours and you know it, it, being that center of attention. I guess. I guess that's it, the thing, isn't it? With, with as well, it's comics do it. Comic people do it when they they push a subject around to saying that they've got material on. Yeah. And then you're standing there with them thinking, this is a bit... I've seen you do this on stage. Yeah, and you're getting dragged into their routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Lloyd I mean, Griffith does that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lloyd. Lloyd's yeah, a fucking... Colin. Oh, man, he's a fucking guy, man. He's, he's a funny man. fuck, man. He's, he's like one of... He's a, so Lloyd, right, is one of those people as a comedian. I don't find that at all. I find he's like... All jokes. I find Lloyd, like, really good company, likes a beer. Yeah. Like, is what he is. He's a laugh. He's funny... He's probably as funny off stage as he's on it, but you yeah, never feel yeah. with Lloyd that he's doing a bit. And I'm not going to name no. names, but there's comedians where I'm like, fuck me, man. Like, like, I'm not an audience. We're just having a conversation. And I guess that falls into a party trick. It's something that you preordained before the night yeah. has like, started or before. It's like dinner parties. I remember like, I went to my first dinner party when I was like 32. And I, you know, there's many reasons I wanted to fucking blow my head off. <laughs> <laughs> But when people have preempt conversation and they have things that they could do and, and, and that just annoys me. It just bothers me. Yeah. Do you find the pressure as, as a comedian? Like, so you, you did a lot of stand-up, didn't you? Yeah. Do you find that sometimes, do you find that some comedians find, feel the pressure to always be funny? No. Do you know I, what I mean? I, I, I always think I'm more, more than being a comedian. I was always doing this anyway. Like, like so for a majority of my life of uh, what, like 20 odd years 25 years I was just a, very much just working on building sites I was just always that's how I got through a day would be having a laugh and having banter making people laugh yeah but no, I never went into a day going you know like oh I'm going to try and make people laugh my day was like a fucking when you're scaffolded and you're like fucking it's boring like you want to take a piss you want to do stupid phone calls so I, I find I probably find it easier having a laugh with people in this scenario than I do being on stage because on stage, mm. unless it's improvised, unless you're like going with the moment, I find I, I've serious, really bad ADHD. I've really bad. I'm dyslexic. So I find it really hard to sit and focus on something. So if I'm mm. on stage, like, and someone heckles me, I'm like, great, fucking like Martin Compton used to come to a lot of my shows when he lived with me, and like he used to be like, if you get heckled, it's like the best thing because you don't think about it. And then you're just having a laugh. Whereas if you're, if I'm doing my routine, I'm so concerned. Of, it's like you two boys come from a similar background of improvisation, right? Mm, if I've got yeah. to think of, if I think about a script too much, I know myself it's shit. I know when I'm doing the script, I'm like, if I could just change these three or four words every time, and I could just change it a little bit, it'd be so much better. Uh, but if I'm doing a script every time, it progressively gets worse and worse. Because you're thinking about it more. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you, if, if you've learned it too, it's like when I go for auditions, like, I, I don't know, I'm guessing the same, but if, if I overlearn it, if I know it yeah. too much, I'm, it's shit. Where it, it, just, it just becomes words, that's all yeah. it does. Yeah, you've kind of got to have a little bit of fluidity with it, do you know what I mean? Like, my missus goes mad because if, if she helps me self-tape sometimes, like, I'll say, like, the odd word or I'll add a word, and she's like, no, no, and I'm like, no, leave that, like. Yeah, mm. yeah Charlotte's the same, yeah. But, but. I think that's probably so. When I look at people who do that with party tricks, I I almost put in my head as people who script do stuff so on script 
So like, you know, I'm fortunate I've written stuff now that's been made, like, you know, and people come in to do ads and when like Vicky, for example, came to Action Team and she was like, I don't really like this bit and that, but I'm like, do it as your own words. I'm not, like, I'm not precious. So it's like, like I realise that you're going to want to do it in, in your own style. And I, I find it, I, I find it really hard. Like I, and, and also the worst thing is the more you want a job, the more you put that pressure on to get every word right. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes you just got to go with your instincts though. Like, and I guess that's what it is. Like what you've just been saying about, um, when you used to get heckled and stuff like that gives you a chance to go on your instincts and, and trust in that as well. Cause I know like Lloyd going back to that, he hates being heckled. Oh really? He hates it. Yeah. He can't stand it. We went to, um, and I did it to him by accident. We went to, um, he was doing a gig in, uh, South end or something like that. I was staying with him in London. We went down. So we went down and, um, he sat me at the back cause he didn't want me at the front. And, um, I was sat down and he does his show and he said, oh, is there anyone in from Grimsby? And instinctively, I just went, hey, hey, Grimsby. Yeah. And he went, oh, amazing. What's your name, mate? And I was like, it's Tomo. I came with you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> bless him. But I didn't mean to heckle him. So. <laughs> Tomo just heard Grimsby for the first time ever anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, hey, Grimsby. Yeah, what's your name, mate? <laughs> 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 but sometimes like I, I think some comedians like with Jimmy Carr I think some of it like some of the people who try and heckle him I think are amazing yeah like and just some of his comebacks but Jimmy's one of those people who's so quick mm. like I've done a couple of shows with him and he's like lightning like he's just almost like Floyd Mayweather of like he's just like mm. whether it's heckling whether it's written whatever you can't you can't see the seams. Like, so if Lloyd's like, I'm the opposite of Lloyd. Like, you can see when I'm doing a bit of my routine that I'm trying to remember because it's mm. shit. It's fucking awful. I, I was like, I was supporting Ramesh and doing a couple of nights with Ramesh. Um, and uh, I was like dying on my ass really bad. And then uh, some, somehow a moth got into the fucking, on stage, right? And I just started fucking about with this moth and doing material about the moth. It was never, you know, and yeah, killed it. It was like literally people were fucking messaging me for days, and people have. <laughs> <laughs> it's you like you're trying to ring moth agent. Yeah, yeah. available uh, moth. <laughs> with the confusion being stopped, but. But I was like, the fucking get out of the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you got any brothers or sisters? Eh? No, no, they can't be any more. They had great timing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. That's what a great co a comedian does. I remember Kayvan Novak did. Um, uh, are you familiar with Kayvan? Yeah, know I know Kayvan. Yeah, yeah. Know. Yeah, so yeah, Kayvan yeah. came in and did um, a day on This Is England 86, I think it was. And he, we was doing a scene um, where he came into a shop that I was working in. And again, the same, uh, there was a bumblebee. In the middle of the scene, there was a bumblebee. And Kayvan just kind of followed this bee around. Mid-scene, I wasn't expecting it. And he was just kind of, and he looked and he went, is that your bee? <laughs> but he just, he took something so like, yeah. and just made it like Shane in the background just couldn't stop laughing. Like oh, he never made the he's one of them blokes, though. He he can do that, can't he? Like oh, he's he can incredible. switch in and out of like. I remember because mm. we, we were in Sheffield, weren't we? And someone pulled over to ask him directions, and he literally just turned into a local, like oh, out of nowhere. Came because he's is he a southerner in it, came on. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I know when he went. Uh, no, mate, don't know where it is. I think uh, I think you go down there, and you t and I was like, what the fuck? Man? His voices are incredible. You know, it's you're unbelievable. Like, do you we know what? 
There's well, a guy who's in This Is England, and I'm obsessed. I've literally forgot his. It's terrible. I forget his name. I think he played Woody's dad. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! He's like, brilliant. He he's been in. He's been in everything I've done right since that. I, I oh, write really? parts for him, little parts. He's in King Gary. He was in the action team. Like I'm obsessed with him. I think he's generally one of the funniest people I've like ever worked with. I think it's terrible. I can't fucking uh, yeah, remember. Yeah, I've done his the name. same. But he does a lot of um, does a lot of fringe shows and that in Manchester. Yeah, I've seen quite a bit in Manchester. He does. And he just uh, he just plays things in a way of so like so earnest. You know, like and it's mm. like some of my favourite stuff of because like what's with this is England. What I liked was like every one of you had moments where you were like hardcore drama, but then you also have moments like Gadget, for example. I think like the film, and then maybe the first it was a bit more comic relief, and actually in the last one you're like fucking yeah. big drama. But yeah. I liked it when Tomo became more like the comic relief of it because he was such <laughs> a sad case, like by the end of it. And yeah. like, like when you're playing it, like sort of put upon, it's, it's a really nice thing, to, you know. But it's like that guy though, when he came to set the first he came to audition for something I was making years ago. And me and my, my the guy I write and direct with James Defond, who's like my my I've known since I was fourteen. Um uh we were just obsessed with him and we were like, This guy he didn't do any of the words on the audition tape. But everything we've ever done since we just oh, we just write a little part for him that comes like in King Gary he plays the boatmaster. And then yeah. we, we spent like a whole day on this boat with him and every take was just different. He was really good in there. Did you watch him in The Office when he played uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. his agent in, in, the, in the Christmas special of The Office? Yeah, yeah. So good. So he's good. Oh, man, it's so annoying. I'm, I've lost for his name. But he's genuinely <laughs> one of the, the best. Like, and I, that was, literally, I saw him as Woody's dad. And that's where I was like, oh, we should get this guy in because he's just got good comic timing. Mm. And I think that's the thing that I... I I like when you can't like when people that improvisational nature just of life that where people are like I'm just going to go with something I'm going to do something that's going to be a little different yeah. and that, that people would script a moment and that's what for me that's what people who have a party trick or something that they've learned something that they've practiced for ages to somehow put into a night is like you're scripting that moment so instead of going yeah. out and going with it and just going, I'm fucked, I'm going to walk on my hands. That's fine. <laughs> but if you're like, oh, at some point, I'm going to walk on my so hands. So what about if I want to go, oh, I'm fucked, I want to floss? Yeah, but the floss is you've, looked, you've spent ages learning how to floss yeah. because you know that at some point you're going to do a moment. Well, well my mate, Eve, who walks on his hand, he was, he was a gymnast when he was young, so he's learned yeah, ages. But yeah, yeah, but all right, so he's a gymnast, so that's a skill he's got as a gymnast, right? So he can work on his hands. But that comes from life of skill. He didn't go to a gymnast as a gymnast and practice to go to a gymnast to go, what are you doing this? Do you want to go to the Olympics? No, no, hopefully when I go to parties and nights out, I can walk down on my hands. <laughs> You've got Lewis, Lewis Smith actually punked us all and he just wants to walk on hands with black well, Let me tell you that if there's someone who needs a fucking party trick on a night out or any conversation, it's Lewis Smith. He's a <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, I think, mate, I think you've, you've proved the point. I, I, I totally get it. Like when you said it, I was a bit like, yeah, like party tricks are a bit, but I think you've nailed it. I think it is that case of people preempting that. Yeah, you need that almost to make them a little bit more interesting or funny or just yeah better to be around. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's like if someone turns around to you and says, "Have you got a party trick?" You're like, "Why is my conversation that fucking boring?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. That is that's everything. If someone yeah. turns around to you any night and says. <sighs> You got a party trick or anything you could do? <laughs> if you, if you, yeah, drink up, fuck off. 
end up like the fucking Hulk with a bag over your head and fucking shoulder trying to find a new town. <laughs> but no, mate, thank you for uh, for coming on, man. Thank, oh, thank you for having me. It's, it's been, been, a, been nice. Yeah, it's been quality. Thanks, mate. It's been um, again. We've been trying to get you on for for ages, haven't we? So yeah. it's good to uh, to try and to finally get sat down and uh, yeah, well, it's been brilliant, well, mate. Thank I you very did, much. I did say to Tom, I said, right, we'll, we'll meet by Tom. <laughs> what did you say? I told you that we'll meet by Tom, but by the time you oh, got yeah. the iPhone, <laughs> you'll have done one. I love it, mate. I love it. I love it. That's great, man. Oh, chaps, it's been a real joy. Thank you very much. I'm glad yeah. to. It feels like therapy. I've got that off my chest. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> this is why we like it because people just come on, have a little moan, and then you can go about your day. Then you know. I, I, all I wanted a video now is us three having a drink in London with Tom on one side of me flossing. Me flossing. <laughs> but Tom, when I when I spoke to Tom, I gave him a quick ring just before this, and um, I said, "What are you doing?" And he said he was just waiting for the weekend league. Yeah, um, which for anyone who doesn't know is a, a weekend league on FIFA, so you've got to qualify for it. And um, I said to Tom, I went, oh, I only got one win last week. And he was like, is that it? So how many wins do you get, Perrot? So, sorry to 15. just keep going over and said, what? No, about 15. 11, between 11 15 and 15. 15 wins. Yeah. Shit, we need to get a game on. We need to get a game on and we'll stream it on Twitch for the overrated everything, people. Me and you yeah. versus FIFA. Yeah, yeah. I don't, we should do that all day long. That'd be a fun thing. <laughs> are, you, are you good, though? Well, clearly not. If I can only get one win and you get 15. How many games did you play? Um... I reckon I only played about 11, 12, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I get angry. It's the only thing that makes me angry. Man, that's the difference. It's cathartic. It's you've, got to, you've got to go into it like it's an actual game of football and think if I lose my temper, I'm going to lose the game. Yeah. It's like, I, I used to get really annoyed by it. And then I just, you've been spending too much time with Harry Redknapp, mate. I'm telling you now. <laughs> 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 yeah, you do. You lose your head, don't you? Oh, mate, and then I just thought I'm a 40 year old man and I'm crying because of a computer game. I need to fucking sort this out. <laughs> <laughs> right, legend, mate. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get a game on. Nice one, yeah. Tom. Thanks, mate. All the best. Love you both. Yeah, Take care. Be safe. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. I hope Tom's watching because I want to do this for him. Look, I'm do this. Go on, Tom. <laughs> 
For our audio uh, viewers, uh, our audio listeners, sorry. Uh, Tom Thomas Turgus is flossing. Flossing. Um, worth a, another watch for YouTube for that, just for that. Um, yeah, great chat. Wicked. Loved having Tom on. Um, again, another one of those where I think, I think we have two kind of podcasts, don't we? We have one like uh, Johnny's. Johnny Harris is yeah. seeing you just sit and listen and, 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 and that's beautiful. And then we have one like Tom's where I reckon these, that's more of the one where people would say it's like being down the pub with mates, which is yeah. that we really love to get. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, re- it was a real, really nice episode with, um, with Johnny and, and I do really enjoy them sorts of um, deep, meaningful ones, um, you know, because these people are obviously want to spread it, send a, a positive message. Um, but these ones are also, you know, they're, they're probably my favourite ones because they're very much what the podcast was about at the beginning, if that yeah. makes sense, or, or at least how we came up with the, the idea. Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, that's important for us and, and, and we know you guys like it. And obviously, like, nowadays, it's a bit strange because, you know, I I used I used to listen to podcasts a lot, like on my way to uh, London for auditions or whatever. I know a lot of people are kind of staying at home now, still well done. Um, so it, it, it's a bit weird to then listen to three guys as though we're down a pub. But it kind of makes me miss the pub more and want that back. Which I'm not missing the pub. I don't think. What? You're not. I'm not, missing the pub. not really. I'm oh. missing. I'm missing socialising with my mates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I, and I'm missing a proper like pint of Peroni. That's it. That's what I'm missing the most. Like a, a pint on draft. Just before the lockdown, I got really into drinking bitter, and mm. bitter out of a can just do, just doesn't do it for me now. Like, no, no, I've never been a bitter drinker. I never was. I never was. Used to, the only time I used to drink it is I used to nick my dad's cans and uh, John Smiths and take them to the park when I was a kid, and it was the only thing. And you just used to kind of force it down oh, but i love it now it's fucking amazing i've grew up um anyway enough about that yeah um, you've got old but you've not grown up do you want to introduce next week's guest uh you're you pardon yeah um i'd love to yeah yeah um next week's guest is a friend of mine and we have just made a film about his entire life um the film is called creation stories written by irvine welsh um, directed by know. Nick Moran. Pardon? Who you might obviously know from writing, you know, the, the novel of, of Train Spotting, Phil, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, directed by Nick Moran. And it's about a guy called Alan McGee, who is responsible, I'm going to say responsible, for Oasis. Um, he, he, along with a few of his friends, started Creation Records. Um, and yeah, I mean, they, they, they discovered the, the lights of Primal Scream and um, uh, Oasis and, and plenty of other great bands. Um, so yeah, so Alan, Alan sat, sat down with us virtually. Um, and yeah, so, so I mean, that was quality. I mean, I've, I've always looked up to Alan McGee anyway. Yeah. Um, so when he came on the podcast, I mean, and when I met him when we was doing the film and yeah, I mean, he's quality. He's, he's got he's quite an addictive voice. Yeah. He's got great. And again, another uh, proper good storyteller. Um, and I mean, he lived a life. Lived a life, and and one of the one of the stories that stood out for me, um, which I, you know, uh, it will be great when the when the listeners hear uh, and look forward to it, is he stopped a certain 
Gallagher brother punch in a certain ex-London mayor now unfortunately running the country. So that'll be... Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. That's next week anyway. We'll talk more about that, I guess, before next episode. Um, as always, guys, like, subscribe. What else do you do on, on YouTube, Tomo? You're, you're a TikTok wizard now. What do you do? TikToker? Uh, I don't really know. Like, subscribe, tell your like, friends. Subscribe, tell, um, you, tell your boys, tell your girls, If you do watch this on YouTube, just press subscribe um, and then you'll get notifications and stuff. Uh, if you listen to it us on any sort of audio app, you can subscribe and follow as well. Please do that. Please rate and review. Yeah. It just helps us get the word out. <laughs> Look at us. You can tell it's Sunday night and we were both drinking last night. We're both just dead wacky. <laughs> I'm in my pyjamas and everything. I oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. on, please, yeah. um, <laughs> Let's do more often. Let's do a podcast drunk. We should. We should definitely get drunk. Yeah. Um, a pubcast. Pubcast. Right. Peace, team. See you next week, guys.